Hello, children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. This is season four of this beautiful ministry where we go book by book, verse by verse, studying the true, incorruptible, infallible, everlasting, living Word of God. Now, before we get into the intro, I wanted to come on and say hello and blessings be to the ever-loving, living God. Thank you for coming back to another wonderful season. I want to encourage everyone to gather their favorite version of the Bible. Maybe some water, maybe some coffee, maybe even some tea. Get your notebook, get your pens and paper, because we are going to dive into the biblical teaching reading out of the Geneva 1560 edition of the Bible, and then the historical teaching reading out of a Bible's handbook along with other sources that you can find off of our main social media page at minds.com, Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study, and then we will go into a spiritual teaching reading out of the Blue Stone Torah. Now, these teachings are made to encourage and educate the church on the true living gospel of our Father who is in heaven. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. Donations are always appreciated. So if the Spirit so leads you by our Father to donate, please do. The links are in the description box. Or what really helps out is helping pay for advertising. How can you do this? Well, I'm glad you asked. A like and a heart and a share roughly is a donation of about $35 to $55, depending on your, uh, your friends list. So please, children of God, go out there, like, heart, and share, and let's share the good news. Now, let's get into our intro, and I pray in Jesus' name we all get something out of this one. Amen. Come on. 
gentlemen. This is Marie Speaks God's Grace. Let's begin with our Star Spangled Banner, followed by the Pledge of Allegiance and a prayer, which we will also call a benediction to our Father in Heaven. to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice Hello, children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. Today we are going to be going over the book of Numbers chapter 7. And the title of this Bible study is Preparation for the Journey. Now, with recent times, I could see where a lot of us may be having a lot of preparations for several different journeys. Am I right or am I right? I could see how God has been showing us, you know, several different things in several different time frames and how maybe he is preparing us for something great too. Now, I pray that we do better and me especially, obviously, do better than the nation of Israel did in this time wandering the desert. I pray it doesn't take us 40 years for us to make it to the promised land. I pray we aren't that lost generation who doesn't make it to the promised land. So let's pray. Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you for being with us and watching over us. Thank you for your wisdom and your counsel. Thank you for blessing us abundantly in all aspects of our life and covering us in the loving, saving blood of our Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you for making a way for us, Lord, when we see no way. Thank you for protecting us, especially from ourselves. Thank you for your love, your concern, your thoughts towards us. Thank you for preparing us for whatever journey you have for each and every one of us in the body of Christ, Lord. We know that some will reap hundreds, some will reap sixties and seventies, and some will reap tens. But we pray whatever we do, Lord, that we glorify your name. And we pray for forgiveness whenever we fall short, Lord, as many of us, especially me, often do. 
we pray to be better stewards, better servants, better teachers and preachers wherever you have put us in the body of Christ. We pray to be more obedient children to you, Lord, and more sensitive to your leading and guiding and more obedient to that leading and guiding. We pray that this generation stays right with you so the woes of the former generations won't have to be repeated. We pray that we do great and mighty works with whatever you've given us so at the end you can call us good and faithful servants. We pray this all in the mighty name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Kaddish, and sealed with the blood of Christ. Amen. Well, welcome back, children of God. This is Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. What you see on the screen before you is our website, mariespeaksgodsgrace.live, because we serve a living God. And as you go to our website, if you click on the right left corner, you will see our season four blog page. Now, if you go to that blog page, you will see our latest blog. You can select it. And this one is November numbers November amen <laughs> uh, numbers chapter 7 preparation for the journey um, we still do post our blog on minds.com for those who like that format better but either way we are getting uh, the information out there for others who would like to read ahead and we are now posting our blog in a podcast form which is available on spotify as you scroll down on our website you will see our many social media pages minds.com is the main one that we use but we still are very active on most of our facebook pages our um, social media pages especially facebook so after we upload this bible study we will update the links here but currently the audio for our podcast is active we are going to begin with the historical part of the bible study which we are going to go over a couple of bible study handbooks that i personally have the links are in the blog for those who would like to read on their own or maybe download it for themselves so let's pray Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you for this Bible study. Thank you for blessing us with your word and calling us to study and share your word, especially on the Sabbath, Lord, Um, especially today, especially in these times, Lord, when there's so many other things going on, Lord, help us to not be distracted. Help us to realize you are our main focus. You are the center of our universe. You are the great I am. And forgive us, Lord, where we get distracted by worries and things that we know you are capable of utter control over, Lord. Help us to save us from others, especially ourselves. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone within the sound of our voice, including me, Lord. We pray. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over this Bible study. We lift these frequencies up to the heavenly frequencies up where you are, Lord. We thank you for healing us wherever we need healing, for searching our hearts, searching our spirits, searching our soul, taking away anything that is not of you, and replacing it with your beautiful Holy Spirit. We pray for our nation. We pray for the nation of Israel. We pray for all your people worldwide, wherever they are, the body of Christ. May they be held and be strengthened by you and only you always. We pray this all in the mighty name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruha Kaddish, and sealed with the blood of Christ. Amen. So what you see on the screen before you is from Haley's Bible Handbook. Now, my personal copy of Haley's Bible Handbook looks 
completely different than what you see on the screen. So we're going to go with the one that's on the screen. And this historical portion will cover for Numbers chapter 7 through Numbers chapter 9. Preparation for the journey. The offering of the leaders of the 12 tribes are exactly the same to us. Repeating the same list 12 times seems redundant and boring, but to the Hebrew mind, it emphasizes the solemnity and the seriousness of the event. Also, each tribe, regardless of its size, gave the same gifts, so no tribe can later claim precedence. But the Torah teaches something else. The Torah teaches there was a spiritual um, reasoning behind each and every offering. And when we, after we go over the history part, we are going to go immediately straight to the Torah. And we're going to go into a spiritual teaching after it. Um, we'll read one verse of what was offered unto the Lord, because obviously that's very important, our offerings. Um, we all need to do better about doing offerings, right? But we can all offer something, even if, you know, you don't, aren't able to give money, right? Like here at this Bible study, we always say, if you can do a heart, a like, and a share, that pays for advertising. And honestly, we sincerely can consider it a donation of roughly 35 to $55. There have been times, I'm going to be completely honest, when um, <laughs> I've wanted to give, but I didn't have much to give. And I would pray to God and be like, God, I want to do all these things, but you know, I honestly can't. You know everything that's going on. You know, help me. And God would say, you can give sharing my word. You can give prayer. You can give praise. You can give advertising. And that's honestly where we got the give the advertising and share, share, share. Because it sincerely helps. And honestly, it's it helps get the word out. But I'm going to be quite honest. It's encouraging to me when I see someone who does a share, a like, and a heart, or a rumble, or whatever the case is. It's encouraging. And sometimes the motivator needs some motivating. And I know someone's going to be like, don't search for the applause of men. You're absolutely right. But when someone does a like, a heart, and a share, I say thank you, God. And I pray for whoever it is. I don't look at the name. Um because on most of the stuff, quite honest, you can't look. But I thank God for that. And I say, thank you, God. Thank you for blessing me with them sharing or harder liking. I pray you bless them for even considering helping us out and whatever the case may be, right? So for those out there who... Do, I don't want to make excuses for us when we don't give and we can but if you are doing the best you can today, it's the best you can do. And God knows your heart. God is going to search your heart just like he searched these, these 12 princes of the tribe. And he searched their heart and he found that what they were offering, they were giving out of the abundance of their heart. They could have given every single thing they had because the nation of Israel was very wealthy at this point in time. Um, but what they gave, they gave with spiritual symbolism they gave with thank you father i feel his presence so beautiful they gave with a humble heart and they gave for the praise and worship of our father and that's what we should all do whether it's a good day a bad day a difficult day a walk in the desert whatever you do do it with the love of god and god will bless it in Jesus name. Amen. For the presence of God in the cloud, and that will be for Numbers chapter 9 verses 15 through 25, we will see Exodus chapter 13:21. And remember God was guiding them a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. So they were always in God's light, always in God's presence, and they weren't overexhausted. Um, 
in the heat because they are wandering the desert at this time. Excuse me, let me drink some water. And we have to remember this is this is a huge cloud, okay? This isn't like some speck of fluffy cloud that we might see. This is God providing shade for almost four million individuals, including their sheep and their cattle, or whatever else was traveling with this nation. So it is an obvious cloud following a nation. Amen. I'm I imagine it must have been very beautiful to witness. Hmm. I'm just sometimes I like to pray and I like to ask God, show me what it was like, Lord. I want to see. And I just want to put that opportunity out there to others. If you want God to show you something, how something was from the biblical times, just ask him and he'll show you. Remember, you have not because you asked not in Jesus' name. <laughs> Um, but God has shown me so many beautiful things and it's all because I asked and I have a relationship with him and I'm not perfect. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I am not perfect, <laughs> but we can all try. Amen. Amen. All right. So the next handbook that we have, which I do have a, a personal copy, is the Richard's Complete Bible Handbook. And we are going to look at Numbers chapter 7 on this one, which it says, Dedication of Offering. Leaders of each tribe group present rich offerings on the 12 days following the dedication of the tabernacle. So, we're going to get a little bit more into that during the Torah teaching. But basically, God allowed for an offering to happen for 12 days from 12, the 12 tribes. Because he wanted to show each tribe's importance. He wanted to show how he has an individual relationship with each tribe. And God wanted each tribe to be honored and the prince of the tribe to be honored for their dedication and their willingness to give so freely in Jesus' name. Amen. And then here we go with Edelman's Handbook to the Bible. Now I like this one. It looks exactly what I have um, in my personal library. So we're going to read from chapter 7 right here. The tribes bring their offering. The dedication of the altar preceded the events of Numbers by a month. On, uh, excuse me, on six successful days, the leaders of each tribe bring seven, brings a silver plate and a silver basin filled with a cereal offering a golden dish of incense and animals for burnt offering sin offering and a peace offering see leviticus chapter 1 through 7 and chapter 1 through 7 of the book of leviticus um some might remember is when god tells moses what offerings each tribe needs to bring and for what category each offering is and i we did do a class on that so please go check those out we went through the whole book of leviticus already so those videos are on rumble as well as our youtube page and i don't believe that they stay archived on other streaming platforms because the other streaming platforms don't last past i think 24 48 hours so i think the best place to find those are our youtube our facebook page and rumble amen and amen okay so the geneva 1560 edition bible notes this is the bible i love using it's the one i feel gravitated towards Others like different versions of the Bible. It's like I know people who just love the King James, and I do too. But the 1611 King James Bible is different than the one that we are reading today. 
if you don't believe me search the matter out there's bible verses that have been removed and taken away and in my opinion for what i can discern is the bibles before 1950 1960 are the best bibles but then you have to go into the version of the bibles and the publishing date matters amen and amen i love the geneva bible and then my other favorite is the white cliff bible and what else my lord white cliff bible geneva bible there's another one that i always like matthew henry's thank you father praise god matthew henry's bible those are my three favorite bibles um so if anyone wanted to know those are the ones i like <laughs> i'm rambling let's continue so i put this in here this is a screenshot from the haley's bible handbook um that we have shared previously before but i wanted to show everyone where we are right now um, as far as their timeline in the desert we are at the dedication of the tabernacle where they're going to do the whole ordaining, 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 thank you, Father, ordaining of the priests um, and the high priests, the Kohanams, and then the Levites after him. This is where we are. So, this is right after the census. So, this is like the second year. Amen. So we still have a long ways to go is my point, but I wanted to show everyone how it's only the second year for them being in the desert, but a lot of things have already happened. It's amazing how life can just change in an instant, how one decision can make or break a promise. From the Lord coming to pass and it isn't God who doesn't fulfill his promise it's us who get in the way of God being able to fulfill that promise for us and I I ask God all the time like how can we do better at loving you because you love us completely and holy you're always here for us how can we do better so we don't get in our own way father and obviously it's follow God's laws, right? Follow the Lord. Lean not on our own understanding. Follow God. Live by his bread. Live by his living waters, right? But then a situation comes up and I'm not perfect either, right? And I'll be like, oh, Father, I knew better. Why didn't I listen? You know what I mean? Oh, y'all. And thank God for grace, right? Not that we... Not that we are like abusing God's grace, but honestly, come on. Sometimes we make mistakes and we're not perfect. And then we're like, oh, Father, forgive me. <laughs> I want to do better, right? Oh, thank goodness we have a good God who loves us so much. All right. So Numbers chapter 7. This is out of the Geneva Bible translation. Now, when Moses had finished... The setting up of the tabernacle and anointed it and sanctified it all the instruments thereof and the altar with all the instruments thereof and had anointed them and sanctified them then the princes of israel heads of heads over the houses of their fathers and all the princes of the tribes were over them numbered and offered so this is reviewing what is taking place right the tabernacle has just been anointed and remember the tabernacle wasn't holy unto the lord until the prophet moses anointed every single item in the tabernacle every cloth every spoon every bowl um every tent post it wasn't holy and sanctified until everything was done and anointed by Moses with the holy oil that the Lord our God commanded Moses to, to anoint it. The offering of the priests 
of the tribes was on this occasion a free will offering. A free will offering was considered the most holy of all the offerings because this offering was a show of love and appreciation and of trust to our Hasim. The Midrash states Moses was feeling fearful of the free will offering being brought by the priests because of what had happened to Narab and Abihu, which were the two sons of Aaron when they had mistakenly gotten drunk and offered unto the Lord our God strange fire. And we went over what were the possibilities that that strange fire was. So when they offered, they got drunk and then they offered strange fire unto the God, our, the Lord our God. The Lord our God sent his beautiful holy fire and consumed them from the inside out because it went into their nostrils with a, a burning flame and they died. So for those who would like to review that Bible study, um, you're going to have to go into our archives and review that link. I think I have it right here. Hold on. Let me put on the screensaver. And I believe that's shows on our minds.com blog. It didn't come out too well. Here we go. Let me put it up for everyone. That didn't come out too well on our um, blog for the website. I don't know why. But in these classes, uh, Numbers chapter 1 and chapter 2, that goes over uh, the offering about the check the shekel and about the name and of the inheritance of the leaders and who the princes were but then in our other classes for the book of leviticus it goes over um what each type of offering was and we went in full detail for that for the book of leviticus amen and amen all right so let's continue on with the notes so Moses was fearful fearful that the free will offering would be rejected by the Lord our God. But Moses asked Hasim if the priest's free will offering would be acceptable unto Hasim. And Hasim stated that yes, the free will offering would be accepted by him because it was done with a pure heart. So God knows, that goes back to what we were saying earlier. God knows if we are just giving because um, we feel obligated to or we're trying to impress others or whatever the case may be. God knows our true intentions. Um, and when we give, oh, thank you, merciful Father. I feel like our Father in Heaven is reminding us of the parable of the elderly woman who went and placed her offering ever so gently into the offering um the offering vessel but then you had those who were very well off and they just chucked uh their offering into the offering vessel and jesus says you know that that widow that old woman gave more than all of them combined because she had far less, but yet she was willing to give, right? So sometimes that might be us. That might be us, especially this year, because a lot of individuals, you know, they've been going through a hard time. They've been moving, they've been changing jobs, they've been transitioning, going through huge life changes. And if you aren't able to give, ooh, I feel this so strongly, what you did before, and you're feeling maybe down about it maybe you're having a really hard time don't don't doubt that god sees that you're trying don't doubt that god knows what you've been going through and that god will right your wrongs even if some of the wrongs you're going through or wrongs you brought upon yourself let's be honest we're all human God sees us trying to correct things and God sees us trying 
So just continue to try and keep an open dialogue with our Father. Don't ever feel too ashamed to come to our Father. And I've done that too where I've had a bad day. Maybe I was whining a lot, I feel that day. And at the end of the day, I feel embarrassed to go and pray to our Father. And, but I still do. And, and sometimes I might do extra house cleaning because I'm trying, let's be honest, I'm trying to avoid going to pray to our Father but because I feel ashamed of myself. But always, always, always go and pray to the Lord our God. Amen. He is faithful and we need to be faithful and, and be that humble little, <laughs> little child coming back to Him. Amen and amen in Jesus' name. So, we were talking about the princes of the tribe and their offering. All right. So, remember in Numbers chapter 1, verse 5, these are the tribes of the names of the leaders who assisted you, meaning Moses and Aaron, right? Um, Reuben, Eleazar, son of Sheduar. And it goes through the whole list of the princes of the tribe so i took this um this reading here and that is from i didn't put it on there oh forgive me that is from the living bible because that was easier to read it was a little bit more um organized right so that's from the living bible translation right there and then for the complete numbers class i put the youtube uh, class right there because normally it's easier to see but you can't see it very well on that blog but you can see it right here on this one on minds.com I don't know why it didn't come well, out well on that one anyhow uh, continuing on with numbers chapter 7 verse 3 through 88 so we're gonna go through the first one and then we're gonna skip over and go to the Torah reading because the Torah reading explains the spiritual significance behind each offering. Amen and amen. And brought their offering before the Lord, six covered chariots, twelve oxen, one chariot for two princes, and every one an ox. They offered them before the tabernacle. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Take these of them, that they may be to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt give them unto the Levites, every man according to his house. So Moses took the chariots of the oxen and gave them unto the Levites. Two chariots and four oxen he gave to the sons of Gerson according unto their office. And the four chariots and eight oxen he gave unto the sons of Merari, according unto their office, under the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But to the sons of the Kohanth, these are the Kohanams, he gave none, because the charge of the sanctuary belonged to them, which they did bear upon their shoulders. These are the Kohanams, the ones who actually conduct the offering in this um the sacrifice ceremony whereas the levites are the ones who assist the kohanim as we remember before the princes off also offered in the dedication of the offer altar in that day that was anointed then the priests offered their offering before the altar and the lord said unto moses one prince a day and the other prince another day shall offer their offering for the dedication of the altar. Excuse me, I'm drinking some water. So then, on the first day, now remember, each tribe gives the same offering. So we're going to read uh, what this particular tribe gave for the offering, and then we're going to move to the Torah teaching. So then, the first day did Na, Na San the son of Amihadar of the tribe of Judah offer his offering. And his offering was silver charge of a hundred and thirty shekels weight, a silver bowl of seventy shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, 
both full of fine flour mingled with oil, meaning the olive oil, and meat for offering. And this offering, since it's a holy offering, it does contain frankincense. I know it doesn't say that the flour contains frankincense, but it does. An incense cup of gold of 10 shillings, full of incense, a young bullock, a ram, a lamb of a year old for a burnt offering, a he goat for a sin offering, and for a peace offering, two bullocks, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Nasan, son of Amihadar. Okay, so each tribe gave these offerings so now i'm going to go into my notes and then we will go forward to the torah teaching the third temple will be inaugurated in the same manner as this ceremony this is what the torah teaches the tribal leaders brought to offer hasim more than just objects the tribal leaders brought devotion with their innermost desires, repentance, and a tribal mission. And when all the tribes were combined into a spiritual and temporal proportion and attainment into the combined service of the national destiny. This is what the priests brought with their offering. God ordered a prolonged celebration of the offering from one tribe a day. So each tribe and each offering was honored. Order of the offering by the tribes were in the same order as the tribes were while they were journeying through the wilderness as ordered by Hasim. 12. Who is Naksan? He is said to have been the first of the tribe of Judah that jumped into the Red Sea and for his bravery God rewarded him. So the Torah teaches that um, Naksan was when the Moses was doing the parting of the Red Sea, we remember that Moses knelt down and he began to pray, right? When they came to the Red Sea and it was parting. And then God said, Moses, why, why are you praying? Now is not the time to pray. Cross the Red Sea. Well, the Torah teaches that Nixon was the first one who walked into the Red Sea to begin the crossing from the tribe of Judah. Um, because all the other tribes and all the other individuals who were there were fearful to cross into the Red Sea. They thought it was going to collapse on them or whatever the case would be. But because of his bravery and him being the one to take the first step, other individuals followed him. So because of his bravery and him showing his courage, God rewarded him for his service in Jesus' name. So now I'm going to go to my Bluestone Torah and I'm going to read uh, the symbolism behind the offering. And let me put on the screensaver real quick so I don't make everyone dizzy. For those who would like to read on their own, um, the, where are we? read on their own the Bible verses from the Torah. As always, they are copied and pasted into the blog. Or you could always click on the link and read on your own. Granted, um, the Torah that is on here is different than the Torah I read, just so we're clear. All right, so the symbolism of the offering. Though the 12 tribes brought identical offerings, they arrived at their form for formulations independently and they intended different symbolisms in their choice of components. The Madesh discusses each inner meaning at far great, greater length than these notes will include. As example, however, we present a part of the symbolism given near for Naksan's offering. The parts of his offering symbolizes the fathers of the universe, 
the father of the universe, amen, and Israel, and some of the predominant events in history. The numerical value of the silver bowl is 930. This corresponds with the years of Adam. Its weight was 130 shekels. This corresponds with the age of Adam and Eve when they had Seth. One silver basin has the numerical value of 520 Point five hundred al dos, ascribed A L L U D E S, to Noah's age when he first, when his first child was born, and twenty is an aloshan, aloshan, to the number of the years before that child was born that God told Noah that there would be a flood. 70 shekels corresponds to the 70 nations that descended from Noah. One ladle, which is similar to a hand, symbolizes the Torah that was given from the hand of God and its weights of 10 shekels corresponds to the 10 commandments. Incense. In the alphabetical system of the Hebrew text, the letters, I don't know what these letters mean, I'm sorry, Father, may be interchanged. If so, the word's numerical value may be reckoned at 613 as it were spelled an allusion of 613 commandments of the Torah. One young bull alerts to Abraham who used such an animal as an offering. The ram alludes to Isaac as who was replaced on the altar by the ram. The sheep alludes to Jacob who tended sheep during his years in Levan. The he-goat is a sin offering atoned for Joseph's brothers who sold him into slavery and slaughtered a goat after doing so. Two cattle of peace offering allude to Moses and Aaron who brought peace between Israel and their father in heaven. The three groups of five animals allude to the three components of the nation, the Kohanim, the Levites, and the Israelites. Like the rest of the people, extremely wealthy as a... Oh, sorry. In all three parts of the scriptures, the Torah, the prophets, and the writings, the number five alludes to five books of Moses and five commandments that were on each tablet of the law. So that was... Okay, sorry, sorry. So that was the symbolism behind the offering. Now we're going to go to verse 48. On the seventh day, which was a normally ordinary day, right? The Sabbath. Um, the devotions, the offerings, excuse me, still continued to go and take place. God did not have anything... Um, put to an end because it was a Sabbath, which was quite unorthodox at that time. Because remember, during back then, even it's supposed to be the way it is now, life, all other life is supposed to stop except for observing the Sabbath because it is a holy day that is completely separated and consecrated unto the Lord. But the fact that God said that these offerings free will offerings would continue shows how special um, and anointed and um, blessed these offerings were unto God and how he was truly recognizing them for him to allow these offering services to continue on his Sabbath. Amen? Amen. So verse 89 
When Moses went into the tabernacle of the congregation, after all this uh, offerings by all the twelve tribes have taken place, when Moses went into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak to God, he heard the voice of one speaking unto him from the mercy seat that was upon the ark of the testimony between two cherubs, he spake unto him. So this would have been the Lord our God, oh my goodness, with his beautiful, pure, good, strong, whole voice speaking to Moses. And I imagine it would have been something so gloriously overwhelming. Um, I have heard Jesus before, but I have only that I can remember, Father, forgive me, heard God speak once. And I shared this before on the Bible study. He was singing that song, um, What Can Wash Away Your Sins? And then the children were singing, Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And then God would go, What will make you whole again? You know, with his beautiful, deep voice. And then the children would sing, Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Anyhow, I shared that before a long time ago. Uh, I think that was around season one or season two of the Bible study. But I still remember that beautiful vision to this day. And I know it's a very popular song. I know now. But at the time, I had never heard that song before. And um, I remember having to look it up and being like, what was that song you were showing me, God? My point is a couple of things. God has a beautiful voice. <laughs> and I know Jesus is God, but they have different voices. I don't know how to explain it. I know they're three in one. I get that. But they have different voices. God has a different voice than Jesus, and Jesus has a different voice than the Holy Spirit. They all have different voices, and they all come out as different um, presence in the spiritual realm yet all three are one and I know that might not make sense to others and it might seem odd but maybe that's just the way they appear to me so I can understand and tell the difference between who is who um, but that's what I've experienced anyhow um, next we're going to get into the Haftorah for Naso but before that I wanted to show everyone Leviticus uh, chapter 9 Bible study, the consecration of the Kohanam. Um, for those who were looking to maybe check out the Bible study where we went over the whole dedication of the tabernacle and about Moses blessing the tabernacle unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. And then the next uh, class that is on here is the Leviticus chapter 1. So Leviticus chapter 1 is 1 through 7. We went through, based off the Word of God and spiritual teachings from the Torah and the biblical teachings from the Haley Bible's handbook, in whichever sources we had at that time, um, we went over what each offering was and why it was important and what the Lord our God said based off of His Word, not based off of our Word. And then the next class that is on this uh, blog was about when Nadab and Abihu, when they offered unto the Lord our God strange fire. And this is the class reviewing that and how God said, you know, you all can be drinking <laughs> and putting offerings onto me. Uh, enough of this ludicrousness, right? Ludicrousness. Oh my goodness. I don't know why I have such a strong accent today. Huh. Anyhow, uh, okay, so the Torah, we went over the Torah teaching, but for those who, and reading, for those who would like to read on their own, uh, the link is provided for everyone. And if you click on it, like I've shown everyone before, it does have the notes. Um, by the annotated notes and everything like that, which I really, really like because it is difficult to find a good annotated
Bible, but the Torah is annotated and I love it. Um, at least from these links and the one that I have, because I have a study Torah. Uh, but let's go ahead and scroll down. Let me put on the screensaver so I don't make everyone dizzy. And we're going to go over the Hof Torahs uh, for Nasal. And this is reading out of the book of Judges, chapter 13, verses 2 through 25. There are certain readings that we are required to do after studying out of the Torah. Um, so we're going to do them in Jesus' name. <laughs> All right, here we go. Judges, chapter 13, verses 2 through 25. And there was one man, Zorah, from the family of the Danites whose name was Manorah, and his wife was barren, and had not bore. An angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold now, you are barren, and have not born, and you shall conceive and bear a son. Consequently, beware now, do not drink wine or any strong or strong drink, and do not eat unclean things. Because you shall conceive and bear a son, and a razor shall not come to his head, for a Nazarite to God shall the lad be from the womb. And he will begin to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. And the woman came and said to her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his appearance was like an appearance of an angel of God very awesome and i did not ask him from where he was and his name he did not tell and he said to me behold you shall conceive and bear a son and now do not drink wine and or strong drink and do not eat any unclean thing for a nazarite shall god nazarite to god shall the lad be from the womb until the day of his death. And Manohah entreated the Lord and said, Please, O Lord, man of, man of, the man of God whom you sent, let him come now again to us and teach us what we shall do to the lad that will be born. And God hearkened, oh, how beautiful. And God hearkened unto the voice of Manohah. And the angel of the Lord came again to the woman. And she was sitting in the field and Manhurah, her husband, was not with her. And the woman heard and ran and told her husband and said unto him, Behold, there is and appeared to me the man that came to me on that day. And Manhurah rose and went after his wife. And he came to the man and said to him, Are you the man that spoke to the woman? And he said, I am. <laughs> I am. Praise God. And Manhurah said, now your words will come forth what shall be the rule for the lad and his doing and the angel of the lord said to Manhurah, as of all i have said the woman shall the woman shall she beware for all that becomes out of the grapevine she shall not eat and the wine of strong drink she shall not drink and any unclean thing she shall not eat all that I commanded her shall she observe. And Manhurah said unto the angel of the Lord, Let us take you in now and prepare for you a kid goat. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manhurah, If you take me in, I will not eat of your bread. And if you make a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. Hallelujah. And Manhurah did not know that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manhurah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name? that when your word will come, we may do you honor. And the angel of the Lord said, Why do you presently ask for my name, since it is hidden? And Manhurah took the kid goat and the meal offering, and offered it upon the rock of the Lord. And the angel did wondrously. And the Manhurah and his wife looked on, and it, it was when the flame went up, from upon the altar toward heaven, and the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manhurah and his wife looked on, and they fell on their faces to the ground. And the angel of the Lord did not continue to appear to Manhurah and his wife. Then Manhurah 
knew that he was an angel of the Lord. And Mahurah said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said unto him, If the Lord wanted to kill us, he would not have received in our hand the burnt offering and the meal offering. He would have not shown us all these things and all that this time he would not have let us hear such things of these. And the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the lad grew and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord came to him all the times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Ethatal. Amen and Amen. Praise God. Ooh, that was wonderful. I love reading God's Word. Sometimes when we get so busy, right, and we don't take that time to read God's Word, and then we read God's Word, doesn't it just seem like, this is what I've been missing, God? Why did I get so busy with the things of the world and not focused on you? You, Lord, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, right? I know, I know. Sometimes we all get busy. We, we need breaks and it's just odd, right? We take a break from studying God or being prayerfully uh, abundant with the Lord or spending as much time with God as we used to maybe one month or one year to another. But we don't want God to take a break from us. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh, us little selfish children. Well, let's go ahead and end this with a prayer. Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for giving us another wonderful day. We thank you for giving us another wonderful Bible study and letting us pray with you and be with you, Lord, and take time with you, especially on the Sabbath. We pray that we do great things for you, God. We thank you for removing from us the spirit of anger, frustration, and fear. We thank you for knowing the desires of our heart and the confessions of our heart, Lord. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. We thank you for hearing us, Lord, and correcting and leading and guiding us. Father God, we pray to be more obedient to willing children to you, Lord, to be good stewards of whatever you have given us. Let us not be greedy. Let us not be numb. Let us not be hidden from you ever. Let us seek you always. Seek your face. Seek your ear. Seek your heart. Seek your mind. Seek your frequency. We pray that we don't focus on things that don't matter, that we trust you more, we lean on you more, we come to you, Lord, and seek your wisdom and your counsel, and we thank you in advance for all the beautiful wisdom that you're going to share with us. And we pray that when you do share this wisdom with us, Lord, that we hearken unto your voice and follow your commands down to the beautiful letter that is your word. As always, we pray for our President of the United States, all patriots worldwide, those who truly love the Lord and are seeking the Lord our God. We pray for everyone within the body of Christ, all the prophets, all the seers, all the healers, all the caster outers. All those who receive visions and have dreams. The praise and the raised warriors. <laughs> Wherever you are in the body of Christ, may God continue to anoint you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. May we all forever be washed in the blood of our blessed Lamb, our Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray this in the name that is above all names. Our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords, our Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ our Lord and Savior. Filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruha Kadesh, and sealed with the blood of Christ. Yes and Amen. Alright. 
So until next time, children of the Most High, ever-loving and living God, may God bless you, may God keep you. May we all be forever written in the book.